what is it, 703 is Julian's World. Yeah, we're not going to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it, but I just decided to push play just in case we talk about it. I'm not trying to say, no, listen to me, listen to me. Nefertiti is on the show. This ain't even supposed to be a show, but we talked for 30 minutes before we even started this. Um, we might not hit our points, but what I want to say is just like, <laughs> you're telling me. <laughs> She's laughing because, see, I haven't recorded in about two weeks. She's laughing because we were so, she's laughing because we were so intense. And then she glanced over and said, uh, yeah, you could have recorded that whole segment. What are we talking about? Can you just tell them what we're talking about and when the game starts? Um, and then we're going to leave you guys alone and talk. No, so the... Uh, just I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of the Olympics. When I get into sports, it's Summer Olympics. So forgive me, guys, if I don't know the terminology and what have you about basketball. I'm learning. So we had a great conversation because one thing that Julian is great at is storytelling, and he loves to break down sequence of events for people because the way he tells a story, it's almost like watching, it's like watching a movie. You just get so enveloped in it. So I asked him, so we, uh, he brought over some, some beef, brought over a skillet, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Green peppers, onions. Come on, bring it to give it to me. This first time I, I, I talked for one minute. Uh, I asked for yes, I know, right? I just took over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, shout out to my own podcast, Ethos of a Queen. Ah, I knew that was coming. That would be Ethos, E T H O S. And quick uh, brand, we'll quick brand. There. That's a quick brand. <laughs> Sorry, that, shameless her, plug. Shameless, yeah, plug. shameless plug. I gotta make her pay me one. Yes, I, I just took over your, pod, your podcast. Anyway. So, yeah, so I told him, red onions. I only eat red onions. And he says, who puts red onions on a cheesesteak? You African woman. So he brought over right. white sweet onions. Oh, right, right. So he's here. This is what we call foreplay to the NBA finals. Um, and uh, which so at yes. So, sorry, we, we are Sixers fans, but wait. Of so I asked him. We are we we are sad the Sixers didn't make it. That's what I'm. Yes, saying. yes. You know, I said. So wait yeah. a minute. He said, "Oh man, the game doesn't start till nine, that as in nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is where we are." Yep. And I said, "Oh my gosh, I thought it started at eight. So he starts getting into, "Oh, it's in California." Then he breaks down the Golden State Warriors and uh. the Raptors, and I said, "Wait a minute, so." This is the Super Bowl of basketball. He goes, yes. I said, oh my gosh. So tonight is the night, do or die. Whoever wins takes home the cup. Wait, uh, that would be FIFA. That would be soccer. Mm. Whoever wins takes home whatever the, the trophy. trophy. And he goes, no, they have to play seven times. And I said, what in the foolishness? Seven times? So he begins to break that down. And I said, well, why don't they do that in football? Then he explains that. <laughs> and it was a wonderful amalgamation how's that for a word it's a good one mr washington i'm not in that bag a right wonderful now. amalgamation of stories and comparative uh points about different sports and genres anyway so it leads us to this point i'm like man you could have had a podcast you know i, I really <clears throat> it was um as i was looking to turn the game on and i realized it didn't come on until nine o'clock i was sitting on the couch and obviously during that moment i started talking basketball a little bit and then she was like, so what's going on tonight? And I said, well, yeah, they got to play. And then um, I guess, like she said, it, it seemed as if um, they were only going to play one time. Well, 
real quick, I guess I'll go back a little bit. I don't want to, um, I do want to, but I know it's not going to come out as natural. But yeah, basketball, they play seven times. That's if they get beyond four. And I was explaining. And I said, beyond four what? And you said. <laughs> She's eating a cheesesteak, by the way. But no. beyond four, as in these teams have to play each other so many times to actually get a definitive answer to who's the better team. Um, a lot of things come into play. And she mentioned a couple of things that actually are similar in football. First of all, football, they do not play as many games as basketball. Basketball is a little quicker. Basketball seems to be more fast-paced. Um, basketball is, uh, it's, it's, you can pack a stadium, uh, a basketball arena really quickly as opposed to football. They're, they're packing stadiums. It just seems like there's more money in the football. It, I mean, if you look at it just alone, the Cowboys own, like, just Americans, America's team is so football-oriented that it's just a lot larger than anything in basketball. I think the Cowboys alone are bigger than most of basketball. So not that the NBA isn't worth watching, but even uh, the, the commercials, they're more celebratory. Um, basketball is more like I compared it to a, um, uh, a regional thing, a po regional news opposed to like national news. Which yeah, he, football uh, because I asked him, I said, how come, how come it doesn't work that way in football? How come the Super Bowl or the finals in football, a.k.a. the Super Bowl, Two teams don't have to play each other seven times. That's a bit of a that's a bit much. Well, you know what? You just gave me something. I think that teams don't play that much because I think football is more you're more susceptible to the pain because you forget football is more of a physical sport. That's true. It's a contact. Yeah. Sport. So if you actually consider that and throw that into the equation and how these athletes, you know, they're being iced down. Imagine fighting gladiator style a team seven times but actually trying to hurt them yeah true you know that might be a little bit more cautious uh, base where basketball it's a quicker game it's it's faster played even though some games can be drawn out a little bit i think even with overtime basketball games aren't as lengthy as football um would you argue that basketball is also um, not a contact sport, but as rough on the body because you're the one who told me that Iverson had several fractured bones. And Iverson deserved that. Several back that. splits. <laughs> De and Iver dome splits. Listen, well, no dome splits, but Iverson deserved every bit of that, first of all. Um, and I say that harshly because Iverson, when he was a child, he wanted to play football. He was a phenomenal football player. His mom said, oh, I, didn't know he was I that want good. you to play basketball. Yep, he, mm -hmm. was, he was very dominant. He actually... I explained this right after this point. His mom said, I want you to play basketball. He said, I don't want to play basketball. Wow. I got you these Jordans. You're going to play basketball. In fact, your coach is coming here to pick you up. He cried all the way there. He said, I want to play basketball because basketball is too soft on the body. Mm. Funny enough. Okay. And that's why I harshly left. Talk about a full circle. I didn't even right. know you were going to take it there. I read his book. It was a very good book, The Answer. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Mm. When I was... Uh, emulating everything he did even his yeah, cornrows and the, right so like so thank mm. god i didn't know you then <laughs> <laughs> good, yeah, good thing you know. i'm glad you don't know me now <laughs> so that's the funny thing and ir irony as far as iverson goes but um what i said it would wrap up so football <laughs> you shook she don't want to help my points at all she wants me to struggle she knows i'm doing very well right now because she's on here 
Um, but oh, well, thank you. Yeah, you're, you you know how she is. Let, check her podcast out. It's not launching till the 3rd of uh, June. Let's just say thank it's never going to launch. When it launches, it'll explode. Check her podcast out. Thank you for paying attention. Just it's not, her, even, just, it's just, not even on air. Just follow her on Instagram. Yes. Nephrology. And, and cash app her. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what I was saying, um, I don't want to drag this one out. This is Iverson talk. I can go on and on forever about Alan Iverson. But um, he did have a favorite player of all time. That was Michael Jordan, which did, I guess, increase his interest in basketball. But aside from that... Iverson wanted to play football, so he learned how to balance both sports as he grew up. Um, so he actually was a quarterback for the Bethel um, Bruins down in Newport News, Virginia. And he was a highly decorated quarterback. In fact, he took his team to the state championship first time in a long time, if not history. He won the state championship so when he was um, asked by the, the reporter at the end of the game, it was a big school, he was asked, um, Iverson, um, what are you going to do next? He said, well, I'm going to play basketball and win our school a basketball championship. First time in history, well, I ever heard an athlete do this. He won football championship and right after, <laughs> the basketball championship. Wow. Yeah, wow. that was an athlete. Wow. And then the rest is history as far as him being recruited um, by Georgetown. You know what's sad? Hoyas. Sorry, sidebar. Then we'll get back. That's into the why game. they say. Wise people will say never put your faith in human beings, to be that type of a superhuman, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. Talking about his accomplishments and and what he did with his body and his talent, mm. but to accomplish that much and still be forgotten, there's no hope. There's no hope. The only person you need to rely for admiration is God because human beings are fickle. It makes me sad that I am learning that for the first time on this podcast through mm. you. It should be that's just, that, cemented somewhere. That you know, this that person, man was that great, yeah, man. that's greatness. That's a shame. That's greatness. I don't care about gender. I don't care about race. I don't care if you don't like sports or you're not into it. You don't follow basketball or football. The act, that act, is that's amazing. And it's sad. It's sad that I'm just now finding you that know, out. You know, now that you, I feel like this, damn, that was a good point. Because now I'm thinking like that. And um, I just got done watching a bunch of Keanu Reeves videos. Um, I also did a Brightburn um, video on my YouTube, Julian's World TV. Check it out. But I think for everybody, we all have a personal person that's almost a hero to us that we feel as though they don't get enough credit. So when you go into a world of an, uh, an actor, an artist, a singer, whatever, and you study them and you feel like, man, how can the world turn without this person? Um, and you almost feel angry about the rest of the world and how they don't share that same sentiment sentiment about what you love about these people. Example, Muhammad Ali. If you're a fan of Muhammad Ali and you completely immerse yourself in him, you're gonna, for, you're gonna look around and wonder why people don't love this man. You're casual. What, are you a fan of boxing? No. You know, Mama, yeah, I know him, but I'm not really a... So it is personal that we believe these people never get props. Because even in my eyes, I still think... I still feel like Mama, like for as great as he was. And I switched table, go to Freddie Mercury. I didn't know nothing about Queen. But when I studied him and watched that movie, Bohemian, <clears throat> Bohemian Rhapsody, and that was such a... It touched me in such a way... <laughs> 
I spent a month just studying Freddie Mercury and I, based off my own ignorance to not knowing him before, yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, how can y'all not like right. and love Freddie Mercury? Exactly. So that Iverson thing is, he was a, to me and a lot of kids that was my age growing up, Iverson, we all felt, felt that way about him, but we all made sure we gave him his credit growing up, hence the braids, hence the tattoos, hence the multiple Iverson jerseys you could still see in 2019, you know, on any day going through Philadelphia. His tattoos, his, um, the fact that, you know, your mom had two pictures in the house if you come from a black family. She had Barack Obama and a picture of Alan Iverson in the, in the living room. Um, so I do understand he doesn't seem to feel, you know, like he got the, the props that he deserves, but he's cemented in history, you know, just like Keanu Reeves, who I feel like doesn't get no, you cemented in history. We're always going to long for more for these people because it's just like, you feel like a, it's, it's just one moment, one Hall of Fame speech can define this person. Mm-hmm. But, um, Yes, back to tonight's game, the NBA Finals. Yes, See, I'm glad we did push Golden there. State Warriors and the Toronto Raptors. Take us away, Julian. So, here we go. So, let me explain something for you guys that don't know anything about basketball and you just happen to stumble on this podcast. Well, thank you, first of all, for being here. And second of all, what? You're stealing my line. That's what I say on my show. How oh. dare you? How dare you? <laughs> what are you talking about? What do you mean you didn't know? You've already been on one show. Wait. You uh, said, <laughs> Did you see how smooth that came out? No. I'm out of here. No. Did you see how smooth that came out? That yeah. Was, plagiarism not, is smooth. I did not know. <sighs> Nobody listen to your podcast. <laughs> it's not launched yet. That's why. Oh, wait, it's not a podcast. It's a video vlog. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. Don't confuse your audience. Good. Can you please tell them once and for all what this thing is that you're unloading? It's a podcast. Why? Everybody knows what let that me, is. All right, it's let a me standard go. definition. Before we you get can to find basketball. It on SoundCloud, June 3rd, Wait, hold on. Ethos of a queen. You're taking out my airtime. Listen, we're gonna we're gonna ask her. This turned it from it went this it went from basketball. You know what? It really is what it is. It's just conversation. That's what we're having right now. So we're gonna get back to basketball. We just wanted to push play. But while you're on the line, Nefertiti, I'm going to interview you for mm. a minute and, and find out what the hell this thing is. Now, what got you? And make it good because I don't know who's listening to me and want to put me up in a... Nobody. The, the executive. <laughs> <laughs> then why are you talking so much? You didn't talk for 14 minutes, left me 55 seconds. All right. So what do you, what do you go by? I'm gonna show you as good how how great of an interview I can actually be. What do you go by? Where you? Th- first of all, tell us where you're from. No, no, you know what? No, no I'm sorry. I get no. Shy. no, 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 no. no, no, no. Real quick, we're go- All right, we're gonna elaborate on this, but for now, we're gonna do a quick skim by her, <clears throat> so we can get to her platform, and then we can go from there. So I feel like we've covered that, but let's let's we're gonna cover let's it right now. Okay. So so where are you from? Uh, and let's make it quick. Okay, I quick figured, answer. Because I want to get you Long Island, a- New York, specifically Uniondale. Uniondale is by Hofstra University, by the Nassau Coliseum. I went to Uniondale High School, same high school as Buster Rhymes, right? That's my claim to fame. But you don't listen to rap. Oh, don't even. 
Well, it depends what years, what decade. She don't listen to rap. Anyways, uh, but originally from Kenya, that is in East Africa. I'm actually Kenyan, South African. Mother is Kenyan, dad is South African. Moved That's to Long nice. Island, then moved to Pennsylvania, then joined the military from there, and so took a were, plane uh, all the way to Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. You was in a barracks? <laughs> yes, I was. What was a queen doing in the barracks? I was turning up in the barracks. You know what a queen was doing in the barracks, Julian? Turning down. Uh, that too. But I was there because I didn't know I was one. That's a good one. It's true. I'm glad we know. I'm glad we know now. I'm, see, <clears throat> I like this because... I don't know who's listening. I know Ramsey's is listening someday. I know you're going to be here listening. This is, your, this is your parents. I love you, honey. And that's why we do it. And we do love you. Um, but <clears throat> this is going to be enlightening. Even in a sense that way, we might be joking. We might be playing around. But I feel like that was enlightening. Somebody's going to feel that. The fact that you don't even, you didn't know you were a queen. But now you do. There's no amount of time that can go by that can replace the feeling of, like, you're never going to... Basically, what I'm saying is there's not an amount of time that can go by that your dreams, you know, it could be 30, 40 years. When you find them dreams, the time, the struggles you've been through, they're unaccounted. They're just pieces to who you are, you know, and you can go through 40 days of hell. On that 41st day when you're laying on a beach, right, and the sun's hitting you and you have financial freedom. I didn't say you're rich. There's a difference, you know, and you feel good about yourself and who you are. You don't even think about them 40 days because that one day is so beautiful. So that's what that reminds me of, you know, and the, the, the importance of knowing your dream is it's never too late, you know, it's never too late and it's never too early to start dreaming. They never tell you that. Um, so thank you that you, um, I'm sorry, I had yeah, that, that no, extended. No, fine. Don't apologize. It's your show. It's your platform. It's your airtime. You can use it however you choose. Man. Thank you. We, you you're listening to two people that um, talk about never too late. You see... The reason you're listening to my voice right now, because I put this stuff to the side. You know, you don't think you're good enough. But if you're listening to my voice, it's not advice I'm giving to you. It's it's advice I'm listening to. You know, that's why this thing is running right now. And I got the beautiful Nefertiti over here assisting because we both shared that yearning to want to build and live your dream and make something happen. And you feel like it's too late. You know, or you feel like you're just not in the right spot. You heard it before, but uh, there's a whole other topic. I'm just glad we got to spit that out. That was important, that, what she said. Um, and I hope whoever's struggling with that right now can sink that in and know that your dreams are fully capable of happening. You know, this podcast that you're listening to, the first airs, this podcast is on Spotify. This podcast is on Apple, iTunes. This podcast is on Google Podcasts. Ain't that something? So, just push play, man. You know, and make your dreams come true. 
this is a whole nother thing. I'm sorry, I should have left that for the end. But I want to learn more about Nefertiti. And I know a lot of you guys want to know about her stuff and the things she has coming and what she's about to drop. Now, I heard there was a video that you made. What? This is important. I heard there was a video that you made in 2015 that sparked fall of fall of 2014 <laughs> oh, can you talk it was called what speaking white yeah why did you name it speaking white what why did you name it speaking white what gave you the urge to do it and um what came next hmm i don't know why you always want me to talk about this i uh <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I kind of the mic is yours. Put it the in a box, locked it, and uh, took it, the key away. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, I'll make this very one. short. Yes, I'll make it brief. We were in a rough spot in um, our relationship, not together necessarily, but like the circumstances where we didn't have much. Um. To make a very long, a seven-year long story short, um, actually at that time it was only two years. Wow, going on three. Oh wow! Wow! I, I should have ran then. Oh my gosh! Um, to make a now seven-year long story short, Julian and I met at the workplace. I was his um, not only supervisor, but I was like his boss, like his boss. I was next to AGM, Assistant <sighs> General Manager. Yeah. And, Long story short, we met, we hit it off, and I ended up losing my job because of it. Now, that same company has since changed policy, and now it's okay to date within just one person has to transfer location. Anyway, everything happens for a reason. So me losing my job in 2012 um, then spiraled into one tragic happening after another and i couldn't really find sustainable work i really it was rough so we were at the time two years later um at julian's sister-in-law's house and we were actually um spending staying with her and uh we went for a walk i was really depressed i was getting down on myself and julian was like let's go for a walk you always feel better when you catch some sun i was like Ugh. <laughs> so I just threw on um, a bandana slash do-rag, and I had my little yoga outfit on. Looking back at that video, though, Julian, I was 15 pounds lighter. I did look so nice. But anyway. Yeah, you did look better back then. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I come back, and he'd been telling me a lot, like, you need to do public speaking. You need to do some, you need to do speaking engagements. You need to do this. And I was like, what are you talking about? And you know, how, from what, where, do, how do you see this? I just, you and I have good conversations, but it doesn't mean I need to speak to the world. Paraphrasing, of course. So I saw something online and I had it on my brain and I wanted to talk about it. And I tell him to go inside. We take a very nice long walk. It was oh. like, sip, uh, <laughs> <laughs> go inside. Keep it PG. We take a very nice long walk. And like I said, it was September of 2014. So that uh, it wasn't too hot, but it was wonderful. He goes inside, and I stay outside. I said, I'll be right back. I'm going to record something. And he goes, oh, okay. <laughs> two minutes later, yeah, two and a half, to be exact, I was like, all right, 
And he said, what'd you record? I put it on Facebook. Uh, watch it. And um, it was a subject of speaking white. And to make a very long story short, God, I think I've said that twice already. Okay. And I said, you know, growing up, as I said, I grew up in Kenya. Um, our country, that's another topic altogether, colonization, was colonized by the British. So a lot of English, well, actually all English-speaking people in my country sound British influence. So our, influ our English is very, I'm not going to say proper. I said proper in the video. I've now learned a lot that, you know, I don't know. So our language is very um, dictionary-like. So uh, when I came to America, when I was 12 years old, I had the remarkable experience of being told that I talk like a white girl. Now, 1991, East Africa. Yes, obviously there are white people that live in Africa, a continent, not a country, Kenya specifically. But um, they were the minority. You know, um, people with dark skin, skin of color are the majority. So a white person or an Indian person or an Arabic person um, is actually in the minority where I come from. So to be told that you speak like a white person, I didn't even know that I was being insulted. <laughs> I was genuinely confused and curious. And that should teach you something, right? Like when you get insulted, it's, it's something personal. So I had no personal conviction about that because I was like, what is she talking about? And it's a black girl who told me that. Um, what is she talking about? I thought I was just speaking English. How curious. So I went home and told my mom, mom, someone told me that I talk like a white girl. What does that mean? She was like, I don't know. So to make a long story short, I made that speaking white video saying not that it was taken out of context, man. There, it was shared a lot. It went viral, viral, millions on top of millions of views. And I wasn't saying don't come down on me because I speak perfectly. What I was saying was I'm not the dictionary police. I'm not the diction police. I speak the way I speak and that's okay. You speak the way you speak. And if you have a lot of slang, because even when I try to use slang, I still have that African English nature in me. Julian makes fun of me all the time. All the time. Like saying John and stuff. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Did you say St. John or John? No. You mean um, John. Philly John. You keep your ass in Kenya. <laughs> anyway. No, we, she's so, not getting that. <laughs> you know what? Ask Lupita to say John. Isn't it John? If she says John and messes it up. She let me uh, <laughs> Let me get that John real she, quick. No, no Did you I? can't say it. Let me, she gets the same attention if she messes up. Look. Leave that John alone. All right, all right. I'm leaving it alone. You so, stick to empanadas and whatever you eat. Ah, uh, you said empanadas. Fine, whatever. Um, you've, Lupita, Mexican. You made the link, although we're both Kenyan. So <laughs> it works. Uh, so the video went viral because I said there's no such thing as speaking white, which confused me when I first heard it. There's either you speak English or you don't. Either you speak correctly or you don't. Now, I did say correctly, which I would like to actually later revise in one of my episodes on my show. But I got a lot of heat <laughs> yeah, for it. Different. I got a lot of um, 
flack. I also got a lot of praise. I got a lot of me too's. I get that a lot too. So it went crazy. Next thing you know, I'm contacted by BBC, Berkshire, London. I thought it was a junk mail. I thought it was crazy. Um, long story short, after they contacted me multiple times, I was like, mm, this might be real. And I appeared on BBC uh, via satellite and they had an entire linguistic panel there just to discuss my viral video. Mm -hmm. And they said, tell us more about this because we don't have this here. It's not as common, which, of course, I understood because where I'm from, you don't, you know, you don't talk like a white girl because there aren't. I mean, right. there, you know, there are now now we're in 2019, of course, but 91. And not only that, it's about dialect. So you can either have a dialect from uptown or dialect from downtown no matter where you go in this world there's an uptown and downtown and that significance is either well to do or not so well to do mm. so now julian like you say i'd actually like to revise that four years later and say that actually there is something yeah i believe called speaking white um i don't think it should come it should have such a um uh, what do you call condescending disrespectful nature to it but it is there it let's just keep it real there is a white dialect there's a black dialect mm, the, there's hispanic dialect yeah, we talked about that yes you know, there's caribbean the, dialect there is a dialect i grew up like i said in long island new york i grew up with a lot of haitians and jamaicans there's a certain way they speak english yep the certain way black. it you know look at idris elba right there's so, a black culture yes. that actually owns their own way of talking. Yes. Go to Philly. Yes. So they spent um, they spent countless hours attacking her. By the way, it's true. When she went viral, they basically just called her more white. They <laughs> called me an Uncle Tom. They called me a coon. They um hmm. they called me a whole bunch of names and a then honey anyway. badger. Oh, I didn't get that. Yeah, I read through the comments. All two three million of them. Yeah, it was about two three million comments and like anyway. So, yeah, so here I am. Then is when I understood that, oh, my gosh, you know, that's my voice it. actually re reaches. That's it. So I started to think of more creative ways to, um, to speak and stuff. And you, some of you may know, a lot of you may know that fame, I don't know, some people want it. And for the rest of us, it is frightening, frightening um to have that many people know who you are out of out of your entire life and they sum you up in two and a half minutes and you were thrust into the throes of popularity wasn't even gradual it was a matter of three four days yeah she hyper had some hyperventilation issues i did anxiety morning yeah yeah anxiety and julian was like oh my gosh look and he spent the next couple of days just watching 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 screenshotting them sending into me this whole time he's so excited and i'm going through anxiety but um you make it's frightening because then you go into this hole within yourself like oh my god oh my god you know it's almost like you feel naked. It was too fast, too soon. That wasn't my intent. I spoke my mind not to be popular, not to go viral, and boom. So anyway, um, here we are, fast forward. A lot of self-examining, a lot of self-doubt, 
a lot of rejections, a lot of partnerships that went wrong that I tried to do some partnerships with podcasts. And to this day, I'm, I'm, I'm great friends and cordial with um, the three people I tried with. I tried three separate times, three separate occasions with pe- people who, you know, they don't know each other, three separate groups of people. And it just fell through and I just had a lot of reckoning like, you know, maybe I'm just supposed to do this on my own. So um, God bless them, by the way. No hard feelings. Right. A journey is um, a, ju- a journey is specific to each person. So that was just my journey and my experience. And it brings me to Ethos of a Queen. Mm-hmm. And I came up with the name because Ethos, um, my God, is it Latin or Greek? I think it's Greek for, I should know. It's Greek for... Um, the almost like mo or you know modus operandi it's almost it's like a the reason for you being almost like a genetic makeup the journey mm. of ethos means interesting. what makes up dot 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 so ethos of a queen i thought was appropriate because you know life's a journey not a just destination shout out to the late great Nip, nipsey hustle um the marathon continues so it's a marathon. It's not a race. So I'm still on the journey. But ethos of, queen, ethos of a queen signifies my journey and me growing. Talk about, it's so funny how we didn't plan this, but you asked me what's a queen doing in the military. And I said I was there because I didn't know I was and one. That's why I pushed record. Yes. So it's my journey, the making of a queen. And I just wanted to say in closing we lately queen is trending trending right this All hashtag of a sudden, that's a whole nother conversation um but it's i think it's a beautiful thing especially for the culture but uh i i just wanted to clarify for those of you who think you are a queen because you are designated by a man or by person or by uh you know po- a political office or your government that is wrong every single person is a king and a queen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nobody is exalted higher than the other in the eyes of God. So let me explain something to you. Mm-hmm. If I was created in God's image, if I am God's daughter, and he is the king of kings, lord of lords, doesn't that make me a princess? And when I turn into a woman, doesn't that make me a queen? And y'all and let me and y'all laugh when Kanye said Oh God, that's what I am. (laughs) See, y'all gotta stop playing. Yeah, y'all gotta stop playing. It's true. We are all gods, lords, kings, and queens. We're all we're all children of God. So I just happened to be named after one. My father was very intuitive. It wasn't by a mistake. So um, I'm just owning up to my uh, spiritual uh, calling. But everybody, everybody is. Everybody's a child of God. So that automatically gives you a right to the throne. You are a king, queen, princess, prince. But anyway, ethos of a queen, check it out. SoundCloud at first, and we're going to branch off to um, other platforms. But uh, June 3rd is my first episode. So it's going to be a bi weekly podcast. <laughs> Go ahead. Get your brain in it. <laughs> um, but we're going to um, launch. June third week of June third with a double feature just so you're not left listening to one episode going what I gotta wait two weeks so you get two then you wait two weeks and you get another and then another and then we'll go you know we'll go from there can we get not a whole description but a um idea of what any of these episodes are gonna be about or 
is that private information exclusive to the day? Or Absolutely it- not. Because, um, in fact, <laughs> the last 20 minutes, I've said too much. That could have been a whole segment on my show. So, no, Julian. It is where it is. I've spoken you- on your show. You put your feet up. You got yourself a beer. <laughs> ate another, I got you a beer. You, got, you ate another hoagie. No. See, there's a, there's a <laughs> slang word for you there, right? Wait, what was the slang word? Wait, hoagie? That's the actual terminology. <laughs> it's a it's a sandwich with cold cuts. <laughs> like, relax. All right, all right. She's getting a sip on. Hold on. It's salt, Neff. You know how at a restaurant they salt the brim oh and everybody God. loves it? Ooh, they got oh salt around the brim. God. I salted the brim and she started spitting. Oh, my God. It's just salt. Nobody does that, Julian. That's for margaritas. Oh, I'm going to take a poll on this. If you're listening, I want you to respond on my uh, Instagram, Julian's World underscore. Is it cool that I just salted the brim of a Corona with a lime inside of it? Oh, my goodness. Are we we good with that? There's nothing wrong with... Come on, really? Ah, whatever. Oh, gosh. Um, I think after what we just spoke about... I kind of want to leave it there. I know this was going to be a basketball conversation, but I just feel like I just can't talk about basketball after such uh, enlightening detail. That was um, that that was good. And, and plus the cover art of this episode, you want to um, hit the uh, oh, we're good. OK, <clears throat> thought you were the blinds or something. Um I don't know if I'm going to go back to basketball. I, I just I just wanted to say that because even even if I go back to basketball, right, and I'm not going to make the cover art of this of this podcast basketball anymore because that was so deep that now it went from potentially a uh, a basketball podcast moment episode to um, now the cover art is probably going to be her speaking white uh, cover art. Um, for this podcast, and I'm going to probably switch it over to limited basketball and more enlightening detail about Ethos of a Queen. Mm. Now, this kind of... Thank you of, for your time, guys. Thank you for lending me your ear. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you, Julian, I hope all, Yeah, of course. Anytime. Uh, you're always welcome. Thank you. Yeah, you're always welcome. Um, I think... Um, you know what I'm going to do? I think my next episode... Is probably gonna if, if if some world ending catastrophic stuff doesn't happen that I can blog on in the next couple of days. I think I wanna go in more detail about that. Um Ethos of a Queen and more questions with a center focus interview. Um so we can get a breakdown before the rollout. So that was some enlightening detail and we're gonna get back to that. Um as far as this episode goes, <clears throat> I guess I'll end it with uh Raptors and Golden State Warriors are playing tonight. Game one of a seven-game duel. So may the better team win. Raptors, first time in history, getting to the NBA Finals. This doesn't even sound right after all of that. No, I'm leaving it. No, no, this does not sound right. Uh, So, yeah, about that. Um, Yeah, so for everybody that was confused about the, the the basketball terminology in the beginning. I'm sorry. This is way deeper than basketball. We'll get back to that. Um, well, I'll talk about game two. How about that? So who knows who's going to win this? 
Raptors first time going to the NBA Finals in history. Golden State has gone the past five years straight. Oh, but they're missing a crucial piece to their team. Kevin Durant is out with a, looks like a, a leg injury, maybe a calf injury, maybe a, an ankle. Not quite sure. They won't really tell us. Um, Kawhi Leonard's looking healthy. Uh, they're actually saying this guy is apparently the best in the world. So will Steph Curry stand for that? I guess we're going to find out tonight on another episode of NBA Finals. Um, this is going to be a good It's going to be a good one. One. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. story for real. Exactly. Something tells me I'm going to say it now. Nobody's probably going to think this. Though, Raptors are one point up going into game one as far as, far as bets go. I think the Raptors are going to win it all. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wait. All? All games? Not all games. Oh, okay. But I think Raptors are going to get theirs. You got Drake acting like a heathen on the sidelines. I, I mean, yeah. they're just to come this far for the first time in history and lose it. It just seems sweeter if they won. Yeah. So I think there's a little bit of added motivation as mm -hmm. far as make sure we win. Mm -hmm. um, coming from all angles, even the underdog, underdogs, even people like me who ain't even a Raptors fan. I'm pushing for these boys. Yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for yeah, the Raptors. You know, Kawhi Leonard. I mean, he looks like he's drowsy every play, but somehow sure he gets does. it done. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> good luck. Yeah. And um. And the braids. Somebody make this guy laugh. He's uh the braid. I mean, I don't mind the braids. He's, well, they do bother me. I'm from me. Philly. They, they bother me. Uh, Kauai sounds Kenyan. Kauai. It does. It sounds either Kenyan or Hawaiian. Or it sounds like a dish. <laughs> <laughs> Much love, man. Much love. And I love the way he speaks about the game. I love the way he speaks about what motivated him when we got traded to the Raptors and how he had a conversation with God and what brought him to this point. Much love respect but uh though that conversation with no god was on our behalf <laughs> getting beat what oh, he prayed true. to beat us he did <laughs> and he his he prayer did. was answered he had a conversation <laughs> with with god and beat the sixers right oh. that's not cool but the braids man yeah, god i just was love me some nipsey hustle and that man no matter what he went through his braids were always right and tight we are going to have a Nipsey Hustle Cut podcast next episode. That's what we're going to talk about before it's too late. It's never too late, but it's fresh. I do it's love fresh. Hawaii, though. I yeah. do. I we're just tease. I just tease. I just tease. Better to have a tight game than a tight head of hair. You know what I mean? I know, especially when he ain't the one broke. <laughs> I mean, we talking about his hair. We broke. Uh, you broke. I agree. We over agree. here doing free podcasts. I agree. We're gonna, we have to talk for 5,000 hours before we get paid. <laughs> before we get $5. Right, right. this is crazy. <laughs> Anyway, um, so it Come is. Out of here. <laughs> you know, we, I guess we, we ain't going. We just gonna turn it off. <laughs> You're gonna sit in the same spot, talking about the food you just ate. Um, you know, I just want to say, guys, yo, this was a long one, and I thank you if you stuck around. Yo, your boy is getting better with this stuff. I know I am. To be honest, the average podcast is an hour and a half. Now that's long. You heard that? Oh, she got another forty-five minutes yourself, in her. Give yourself some credit. Wait, hold on. She got another forty-five minutes in her, guys. Turn your phone off now. <laughs> Sign out. <laughs> um, no, you're right. We probably could, honestly, we probably could talk for a few hours. Easy, but. We do. Yeah, exactly. It's just never recorded. But um, if you're stuck to the end of this, 
Wow. I want to say thank you because it's serious to me. This is what I love doing. This is what I'm about. You know, I never went to school for any of this stuff. I just worked that much harder than everybody else that did. Apply that to your life. Apply that kind of mentality to your life. Apply that kind of uh, hustle to your life. And don't believe the door is closed just because you don't have a certification. I know some things you need, but some things are actually just who wants it more and who is qualified for it. And what I mean by qualified, look, I'm not a lifeguard, but I'm qualified to swim. You know what I'm saying? All right, then. And with that being said, with the antics and shenanigans in the background, I just want to say thank you for listening to this episode of Julian's World. Till next time. Goodbye. Chowler. <laughs>